This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those cameras up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. It is showtime at Williams Grove Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, here at Eldora Speedway, it's showtime! It's time to sit back, relax, and enjoy, because ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime! to do battle for 30 laps. The green flag is waving. Hello again. It's Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires. Right on our strength. Talking sprint car racing. Our favorite time of the week. We're here in the Hercules Tire Studios in Concord, North Carolina. And so glad you joined us. Aaron Evernam and Steve Post. Aaron, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I am fantastic. I can no longer hear you. I don't know if that matters oh, or boy. not, but I cannot hear you through my earpiece. I can't. So, Actually, I can hear you because I'm sitting six yes, feet Yes, exactly. I can hear you because I'm doing <laughs> that. So anyhow, we can have our folks work on it because I have lost everything in my ear from Aaron. And my concern is... Later on, when we talk to Buddy Kofoid and Shane Stewart, I want to hear what they have to yeah, say. Yeah, you don't want to hear me anymore. I don't want to hear you anymore. <laughs> you don't want to hear me well, anymore. Well, there's that, too. There's that, too. See that? Yeah, fire up. Okay, so I think I shared this last week. I have wow. been, with all my travels, I've been t-shirt shopping. Okay, I will qualify this, okay? <laughs> Prior to the sprint car world, I could care less about t-shirts. I would get them from the NASCAR world, and yep. I'd wear them, and it, would, it didn't phase me. And honestly, I probably went a year or two in the sprint car world, and then I, like, bought my first one. And it's worse than you with shoes. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. It might be worse than you. It's it's marginal. It's close okay. to you with okay. shoes. Okay. Right. I'll go yeah, with no, that. It's not bad. Because I think I have a few more it's pairs It's not as that. bad as you with shoes. I mean, that's not possible. Okay. I'm just, I'm, I'm, that's <laughs> yeah, let's not ask Ray's that. opinion. That's that. right. Exactly. Yeah, let's dial up Ray no. Everham and see what his opinion on <laughs> shoes are and find out that I am greatly exaggerating. So I have been all over. What I love about them is I love the variety. I love the busy. I love the plain. I love the different, <laughs> I love the different colors. Okay. Um, that's one of the things that's really got me now because everybody has a black shirt yeah, and I like them and I like them because it's, it's, it's a friend, it's a driver, it's someone I respect, yep. but I also like when I find variety shirts. Okay. So this one here, I'm going to start with this one right here. Okay. And this one is rather plain. Okay. I like the simple look. The I guess, simple look, yeah. exactly. I don't know who's calling me. Oh, Leave me alone. I'm on the <laughs> we air. Got, we I got mean, all sorts like, of stuff going on today. I got today. too much going on here. Okay. I yeah. got too much going on. Let's turn this down so they don't bother me again. Okay, so this is this is and, and this is this is the Raymer Brothers racing shirt. Oh, I okay. like that. Very plain, nothing on yep. the back, just very very plain and simple. Subtle. And I love that. Yep. And and you know, and I've talked about this when I go to Pennsylvania, 
the first stop I make, and sometimes the last stop late at night, is the Raymer's brother trailer because of Fred, you know? Yep, and, and so, the cold beverages and the cold that beverages, they might yes. offer there. They have cold beverages there? <laughs> yeah, so I love that one, okay? So then I'm wandering around Pennsylvania, okay, and I love This is all one trip? Oh, well, this is, no, there's multiple trips here. I was going to say that. I mean, you got to have a budget for this. Most of it, well, I took... Because I haven't been going to sprint car racing, I did go with a healthy budget to Pennsylvania. But I did get a little bit more. Okay. So I love the color on this Dylan Sisney shirt. Mm. Look at that. Okay. And it's and it's good. Nice yeah, yeah, color. It's good color. But I love the color on that Dylan Sisney shirt. And who doesn't love Dylan Sisney? I know. I mean, come on. He's good just guy. like the best guy on the planet. Okay. So I love the Dylan Sisney shirt. Oh, okay. This is this is fun. Getting oh, fashion great, advice here. Oh, from yeah. Steve and, Post. and nobody knows fashion more than me. Okay. <laughs> Jeez, God. Okay, so now one of the things that I've had, there's Logan Wagner, okay, yeah. reigning champ, but I am like, I am like, a, I love the Zemco car. Well, the car and the color. I love the Zemco yeah. car, and and I talked to uh, I talked to the fine folks there, uh, John and Pee Wee up at yep. Williams Grove, and man, they are just wonderful human beings. They are. I love them. I love Logan. Well, last year at the Weikert Memorial, Logan and uh, Ryan Taylor and a bunch kind of took over the DJ stand. I might have been involved in it a little bit late at night, and we had a ball. And so, yes, I got my Logan Wagner shirt. Okay. Now, this one here, this one here is just like sheer oh, respect. Now that's... Lance DeWeese. But this is the 35th anniversary show. Oh, man. You Look didn't get that. me one of them? Look at that. See that? I didn't know you wanted uh, it. I didn't know you, it wasn't in the budget. You know I'm a uh, Lance DeWeese Well, I know fan. you're a Lance DeWeese fan, but this is all of his cars. Uh, yeah, even Are better. Are you kidding me? This one here? Like, all right. I'm, I got to tweet Lance. Okay. I, I might be scared to wear this one because it's, I it like it so much. It might be a collector's item. Yes, exactly. Okay. So now I've done more than just that. Again, and I like different colored shirts. So I was at uh, East Lincoln Speedway. And Pete Walton's wow, gang. Wow, look at the pink. Look at the look at the pink. Exactly. They're not going to miss you in that. They're no, not going to miss me in that. But um, I went to a USCS Thunder tour, and all I got was a muddy shirt. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Isn't that awesome? And again, the color is good, and uh, and and like I said, I, I enjoy that. Okay, now last week on the show, this one here is my favorite one. No, oh, my okay. brother just got this one. Yep. Look at that right there. We had Rico on the show. Look at that. that imagine is, I mean, look at the, the you walk through the airport. Well, and honestly, they got some hair similarities going well, we, on. We're when you working hold it on it. Yeah. This is the this is the Rico starter kit. The starter okay? kit. Yeah, it's the Rico now. Are you to the kit. point where you can do the man bun? On, I probably could, but I've been told not to do it. Oh, really? Because well, it help your running. Well, 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 I should probably remember running. Yes, exactly. <laughs> now that I'm a highly trained, highly skilled athlete. Uh, athlete. Yes, exactly. But I love the Rico shirt. I do too. Okay, so that is. I might need to get one of those too. I love that one. Now I'm gonna have a shoe and t-shirt problem there we go see that exactly <laughs> this one here okay this is this is um the greg hodnett 5k shirt uh, from the 5k and what i love about this, it's running with the oreo look at the, the face is the oreo there okay and greg loved his oreos and pepsis okay on the back is just the the, the shirt sponsors the event sponsors uh but i like this one Thank i love uh, the running shirts are fun when we do and yep. i do 5ks but obviously this one because it's greg in the greg hodnett 5k so I love that. So how about that? Look at that. Man, wow. I am just, I am just. Styling. I am styling. I am, I am all about style, as long as it's a t-shirt. <laughs> and uh, I can, I mean, it's, it is great. And, and like I said, and, and that's what I, I, I just, when you go to the, especially in 2020, we know everybody is struggling. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and honestly, I, I kind of joked that my t-shirt budget was good. My t-shirt budget was good because my first race was July 4th yeah. weekend. 
Okay, and so if you're if you're you know if you find yourself sitting at home a lot more and everything like that, reach out to a team, go yeah. to the track, buy a go t-shirt, go to the website, go to the website it, yeah. and do it because the the t-shirts. There's a lot of that's drivers true. and a lot of teams that goes right to your favorite yeah. driver. Yeah, and that that's just there's no that's, e- better way to support them. No better way to support them, yeah. and then you wear it. And someone says, man, I like that Raymond Brothers shirt. Yeah, they like go buy two six in the pile that I saw that right. I need to go and order exactly. right now. There we go. They go buy some, okay, and that helps your race car driver as well. Yeah. So it is cool. I love the T-shirt culture. I love the T-shirt. Uh, I love my T-shirt collection, and I'm excited. <laughs> I cannot wait. I, I wore um, the Hodnet. I did a run. Uh, I did one of my run clubs on Sunday, and so I wore that, and I'm like, oh, Darn! I need to make sure I wash that quickly yeah, because no I got to bring. Because I'm not going to not in that running in Woo! 100 degree weather. I'm not bringing the that runs in here lately for that. around here have been not so pretty. Oh, man, I'll tell you what. Okay, <laughs> let's get to our classic ink screen printing embroidery hot topics. Uh, finally, the Posse versus the Outlaws, Williams Grove Summer Nationals. How about Shane Stewart? Isn't that uh, we're going to talk? I was to so him. happy for him. I, I just, think everyone was cheering for him. I just we, I, I love Shane Stewart. I, I I understand the world we live in now. Yeah, and the struggle he has had, I mean, and and but, man, seeing him stand on the wing, yeah, just good. And speaking of seeing someone stand on the wing, did you see David Gravel with Jacks on? Yes, the wing? I sure did. Uh, David Gravel won on Saturday night, and that was big so money. cool to see the big money at twenty thousand dollars at Williams Grove. So that was cool to see David and 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 Jack. He, David has won like at Williams Grove since twenty fourteen. He's won seven times. Yeah. Pretty stout. And it's so neat for Bobby being from Pennsylvania. Yes. And so many of their sponsors are local. I think the other thing, and Bruce uh, Bruce Ellis kind of alluded to this in Victory Lane, David's first win, I think, in Pennsylvania was 2014 when he got into Stevie Smith yeah, oh, for wow. the National yeah. Open. at driving still Fred's don't car. really want to talk about that one. Well, no, he doesn't. Uh, you know, And so, like, in 2015, like, armed security just about oh, yeah. is what he needed to go there. Um, but he kind of, uh, Bruce kind of uh, uh, joked about it in Victory Lane when Bruce Ellis did in Victory Lane. Uh, he said, you're getting better. He said, we're getting better here, and, and fans are uh, starting to forget about 2014, <laughs> except for Bruce brought it up in Victory Lane. Yeah, so, of course. But, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's cool. So the Outlaws, and then Sheldon won at Lincoln on, yeah. on Thursday night. Knoxville, Aaron Wright. So we're going to show you this highlight. I mean, this is off-road buggy racing. <laughs> I mean, this, it's Aaron Reitzel. Oh, I yeah. mean, Aaron Reitzel, there's a phrase about putting him up on the dash. I think Aaron Reitzel lives with him on the dash. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it is it is unreal. I picked up the win at Knoxville. Um, Bill Baylog, six straight with the IRA wow. bumper-to-bumper sprints. So the North Pole Nightmare is doing well. Um, I kind of like this. Um, I, I like the... I, I, I like the respect that everyone shows in Pennsylvania when the World of Outlaws are at Williams Grove and Lincoln and Port. They all kind of work together. But yet, I, I'm not sure. Sh- I, I, and it's weird because I like that. But I also like what Sealands Grove did. Yeah. They went with a $3,000 to win 410 show on Saturday night. And we know Sealands Grove is in a weird spot because they're this 360 track in mm-hmm. 410 land, and they're scratching and clawing, and we're in 2020. Yeah. Okay, so nobody, so all bets are off in 2020. They did a 360 show, or, or a 410 yep. show, 3,000 to win. And, and you're right, there are so many guys that are not going to go to Williams Grove against the yeah. World of Outlaws. And when Just you to look make at the field, it's yes, so hard. Exa- yeah, you can. Uh, Jason Schultz picked up the win, Kyle Reinhardt and Dylan Sisney. And, and you look at those three guys, Jason is a, a great 360 racer, yep. and they're going to struggle to qualify for the A main for $800 or $1,000 or whatever it was at Williams Grove, or they could go to Sealands Grove and feel like they can compete for three grand. 
And so I, I don't know. I, I, I like both. I yeah. like I like uh, honoring and, and, and staying quiet, and I respect that Port does that. When Williams Grove runs the Outlaws, I'm good with that. But I also like the idea that some of these guys, particularly here in 2020, yeah. uh, they get a chance to race. Yeah. Because they're not going to they're, they're gonna go run. They're going to do a qualifying lap, a heat race, and they're C-main or B-main. Yeah, and I think what you said is 2020, it's 2020. And all bets are off. And people need to make a buck. Not only does the racetrack. Right, right. But those other uh, teams, like I, you said, they can't. Yeah, they I talked can't. to Mike after the 410 shows, yeah. late model shows. That's what really works at Sealands yeah. Grove. They're not going to do 410 shows because Port Royal is a half hour down the road. Yeah. So they've got to find them when they can, and so I, I and there salute was, them. seemed to be and, a market for both. They and both they had, had a good yeah. crowd. They had a good field of cars. They had eighteen cars, um, but they had a huge crowd. Yeah, which is good. So good for them. Placerville was the forty memorial. It was Blake Carrick, a sixteen-year-old racer, and finally this one: CRSA at my home track, Penkin Speedway in Susquehanna, Pennsylvania. Daryl Ruggles. Okay, early in the week, he had a medical procedure which required a cast on his right hand. He said to the doctor, can I run Penn Can Speedway on Friday night? The doctor said, absolutely not. The nurse came in to set the cast, and he said, would it be a problem if I held a chair while you're setting this cast? She said, no, as long as we're just keeping it from moving. He put his hands, and she set the cast with it around the chair so that, coincidentally, it could go around a steering wheel and Daryl Ruggles won Friday night at Penn Can with cast in hand with that cast latched onto a steering wheel. Wow. That's pretty cool. Isn't it? That's a really the good Ruggles, They're from up in the Canandaigua area, yep. and they're just great racers. His daughter races. Uh, they've been racing forever. Yeah. I remember when the Ruggles used to run the sportsman cars, the dirt sportsman cars. They've been racing forever. And uh, how bad do you want it, Daryl Ruggles? Now, but now he's wandering around this cast of this like this the rest of the week. And I was like, but I want a pen can, and that's what matters. So. Sprint car racers being sprint car racers, mm-hmm. that is for sure. There you have it, our classic ink screen printing and embroidery, Hot Topics. They are not just for racing, okay? Local businesses, school districts, sports teams, you name it, they have it. Drivers like Sheldon Hodgeshield, Donnie Schatz, Danny Dietrich, David Stremme, and Ashley with Lethal Chassis, Tony Stewart, Brian Brown, and the list goes on. You can find out more at www.classicinc.com. They offer full custom driver apparel and crew wear options, full service embroidery department specializing in headwear and outerwear, and they have an experienced design team and a dedicated sales department. Yes, indeed. ClassicIncUSA.com. We mentioned the off-road buggy racing that Aaron Reitzel did at Knoxville Raceway. Tony Bachoven with the call. It was on Dirt Vision. Give a listen to this. It was Reitzel. It was Ian Madsen. It was Austin McCarl. And it is our Dryden Diesel All-Deftifying Move of the Week. Now for the Drydeen Deftifying Move of the Week, where one driver simply amazes us with their on-track moves. Ian goes right to the outside of Austin as he goes to the inside of turn number one. Aaron Reitzel right there as well. Reitzel now to the inside for a second and three. Car battle for the lead down the back. Shoot three wide into turn three. Aaron Reitzel takes the lead in turn number four. That Deftifying Move was brought to you by Drydeen Diesel All Def, the official def of the world of outlaws and wheelmen everywhere. Visit drydean.com for more information. Pride. Passion. Performance. We are. We are. We are Team Drydean. Power isn't born, it's built over time. 
For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Dean Hotline. Okay, fresh off from not one, but two trips to Victory Lane with a, it's not new, but it's new this year, but it's not, but it totally is, new, but it yeah. is, you know, it is. Well, he'll explain it all. Buddy Kofoid's on the line. Hello, buddy. Welcome back to Wing Nation. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you guys having me on. Man, it is great to, great to hear from you. Congratulations. Uh, rolled out the sprint car, the 410. You went to the brutally tough Attica and Fremont Speedway up there with all the locals in Northwest Ohio, the Attica-Fremont Series, and you scored two wins. Congratulations. Pretty good weekend for you, young man. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. It was definitely uh, a lot better than I thought it was going to go. Um, you know, I figured it would go pretty good because I've had quite a bit of experience the past year and a little bit this year already, and um, but, you know, it's a new car and, you know, pretty much everything was new and something that I wasn't really used to. And uh, I was kind of doing the math the other day. And I think the last time Keith and all those guys rolled out the sprint car was almost 10 months ago. So uh, for that to happen and then you get two wins was, was, was pretty cool. Buddy, what was the, what's the plan behind Keith putting together these sprint cars? We know, tr- you know, traditionally he's been a super, super successful midget owner. Has when you go to the Chili Bowl, there's like 52 of those midgets all with the <laughs> with Keith Coons Motorsports. <laughs> but the whole idea to go wing sprint car racing, how did it come about? I know this, like you, you said, they did a little bit last year, but how did this come about to put two cars together and go this weekend? Really, actually, before I um, kind of joined them at the end of last year, they already had a few sprint cars um, and they kind of had a new one that wasn't actually built yet, which was the one that I ended up running. Um, so they sold some stuff and they actually built the new car, uh, which was one I ran. And then the car I ran for them last year, which is almost identical. That one was, was um, kind of stripped down and, and kind of refreshed a little bit. So um, they were kind of there for the most part. And we had a free weekend and, and decided to, uh, you know, break them out. So, um, you know, the plan was to, you know, I think they wanted Dason to run a little bit and um, they wanted me to help out with him and they kind of maybe see if we can find something good going with their program and because there's a lot of stuff new, you know, we have new shock package and new cars. So, um, you know, I think we found something pretty good so far. I would say so, and it's good to bring the years and years and years of experience that you have. How old are you? Uh, 18. Okay, yeah, well, there you go. No, I mean, and and it's just, it just, it cracks me up, and and I get it totally, because you and Dason probably speak a lot closer to the same language than than, than, than everyone else, so I think that's really good. Dason is uh, one of the young drivers in the uh, the program over there. Um, Buddy, Fremont and Attica... Uh, you spent you you talked about your experience there, and and you were with Ed Newmeister and uh, and Mike and Stephanie Linder, just three of the the kindest, nicest. In fact, you lived with the Linders for for Pete's sake, and and you you moved right into their house. 
that has got to be that that has got to be to go back there and race, and then to get the win has got to be a little slice of heaven, like a, like a reunion for you in this topsy turvy world of midgets and sprint cars, where you're everywhere on the planet. That's almost got to seem like home for you. It's starting to feel like home now, and yeah, um, you know. And actually, what's funny is this past weekend, I I still stayed at their house. Um, you know, this past weekend when I was racing for Keith, so they always got a place open for me, and you know, like you said, they've treated me like family from the beginning and you know they feel like family so um you know i appreciate everything that they've all done i know there's a lot more people you know steven linder and ray brooks and the whole crew sam and uh you know even chris and cody jared there's a bunch of people that work on that 11n car that you know treat me like family and and you know we are one big family so um and i think Ohio or Northwest Ohio has kind of maybe adopted me as one of their own, it kind of feels like. So uh, to come back and, and, you know, hear everyone cheering and is pretty pretty cool. And, um, you know, especially to knock off two wins in front of, I guess you could kind of say a home crowd is, is a good feeling. Yeah, for sure. I, I love that aspect of our sport, the whole family part, you know, aside from everything that happens on track. Um, to to be adopted by a different part of the country and now feel so comfortable there, but you mentioned after the race that it was neat to bring a bunch of midget guys, uh, you know, crew guys, and get them a sprint car win. What has that been like for the crew guys? I can't imagine the differences between working on a, a non-wing midget type of car versus taking them to a wing sprint car race. How has that been for them? I think they've they've enjoyed it quite a bit. And, um, you know, I think they kind of like the the change of pace. Um, you know, getting to kind of do something different for a weekend and, um, you know, to me, you know, you can't go wrong with sprint car racing. So, uh, I think they kind of thought the same thing. So it was cool to do something different. So, um, you know, we had, it was just a little bit smaller crew and less cars than what we're all used to. Um, but you know, Chuck Gurney and Jarrett Martin, Grant Penn and, uh, Keith and Pete, of course, they all, all were there. So. Um, and actually two of the crew, Jarrett Martin and Grant Penn are my, my roommates. So Jarrett, that was, uh, his first weekend crew chief in a sprint car. And, uh, he actually crew chiefs for me on the midget side. So, um, he's actually kind of new to the crew chief role this year in general. So, um, yeah, I think I've won with Jarrett, Jarrett and Grant six times this year already. So, um, they're a bunch of, a big smart group of people. So. Um, you know, for Jarrett to adapt quickly to the sprint cars and, um, you know, with the second at Fremont, I don't think him and Keith had much input with each other. It was more Jarrett kind of making the decisions himself. So to do that and to get a win and, and beat a bunch of really good guys is, is pretty cool. And it kind of makes me proud to see all that too. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, that is really, really yeah. neat. That is fun stuff. That really is. I want to talk about Keith Coons, okay? I don't know. I, I've talked to Keith a few times. I don't know him that well. And every conversation has been spectacular. He's just a wonderful guy. We talked mm-hmm. about hunting and uh, at Millbridge, and we've talked about midgets yeah. and sprint cars and everything like that. Yet when I see him, he reminds me of Roger Penske. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, man, he's all buttoned up. He's all this. He's just everything is put together in a spot. I'm like, man, I better wipe off my shoes before I walk in the pits <laughs> and everything. What is, I mean, is it both of that with Keith? Because it's, he, he's, I, I'm fascinated by him. I'm a little intimidated at times until we start talking. And that's like my buddy Keith. What's, what's he like to drive for? Uh, it's, you know, really, even, I guess, 
going back uh, quite a few years, um, you know, growing up in Northern California, we we would always go to the Lou River Mill in Calistoga. And there was a while where, you know, Keith and their whole crew would come and I would just watch them dominate and watch Tanner and Rico and all those guys run for them. You know, some people that I knew and then I raced go-karts with, so I always thought it would be so cool to actually race for them and I'd get that opportunity. So, um, you know, I don't know how many years ago that would have been now, but to be here now is, is actually kind of a dream come true and, and really special. So, and also to be involved with Toyota is makes it even better. So, um, you know, there's times where, like you said, it, it can be intimidating, but it's always really fun in the end. And, you know, we're always really happy and we seem to get pretty good results so far. So, um, you know, we're really close to that USAC one. That's just kind of one more thing I'd like to knock off. But um, in the end of the day, it's, it's, it's all serious, of course. And, um, you know, we all do this for a living, but, um, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's a big fun, fun group to be around for sure. Buddy, is there a, a plan for the sprint car team? Obviously the midgets are the focus, but I saw you guys were working on two different shock patch- packages. You got new cars. Is there a plan? Is it just for random off weekends or is there a hope of maybe running more in the future with the 67? Uh, it's, it's kind of hard to tell right now. Um, like for example, this past weekend was, was really uh there was a free weekend and they were actually most of the way built and it was just kind of a thought and then after the the Mid America Midget Week with USAC, right kind of the day after we made the plan for sure. So um, you know, we left Friday morning and we left the shop Thursday night, finished building them at like ten or eleven. So um it was pretty close and pretty last minute, but I kinda think that it'll be, you know, see how each week goes or, you know, what's open. But, you know, I also think that the plan is to kind of build up on it and to kind of see where it, where it takes us or really what, what their plan is for the future. Exciting. It really is. And it was exciting to watch you win at Attica and Fremont. I love those little racetracks mm-hmm. up in western Ohio, and I know you do too. Buddy, again, congratulations on the success. We appreciate the time, and uh, we'll probably talk to you down the road about some more wins. But thanks for joining us here today on Wing Nation. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me on. I always, always appreciate talking with you guys. It's a lot of fun. There we go. Always a good time. That is Buddy Kofoid on the Drydeen Hotline. You know, just like racing components, aggressive hydraulic purpose builds hydraulic cylinders to perform for customer-specific applications, design and manufacture of mobile-style single-stage cylinders, as well as multi-stage telescopic cylinders. They use a no-one-size-fits-all approach. They have hydraulic solutions for virtually every industry that uses hydraulic cylinders. They proudly design and manufacture all cylinders in the United States. Check out their video of their story at AggressiveHydraulics.com. They're a proud sponsor of Ryan Newman at the Chili Bowl and all his short track racing. Yeah, talking about Keith Coons in the Chili Bowl and Ryan Newman in the Chili Bowl and Shane Stewart at the Chili Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, they're all, we all get together in Tulsa. Fingers crossed we get to do that again yeah. this year uh, with the old Rona. Who knows what's yeah. going on in the world. But anyhow, speaking of Shane Stewart, he's going to join us next here on Wing Nation. Power isn't born. It's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. 
So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. Hey, Ashley, what are you up to? Oh, I just stopped by to grab some sage fruit apples. Now I just have to decide which ones. You can never go wrong with a Honeycrisp. They're light, crisp, and full of perfectly balanced flavor. Oh, hey. You could always go with one of their classics, the Gala or Fuji. They're both sweet and juicy. Grown in the heart of eastern Washington, Sage Fruit Company works hard on the farm and with their retail partners to provide high-quality apples and pears to consumers all year long. Well, I couldn't decide which ones. Thanks for the help, guys. I'll race you to check out. It is Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Tires, right on our strength. Um, Friday night, Aaron and I, we talked about this in our opening segment, um, to see Shane Stewart standing on the wing of that Indy Race part, uh, race cars num- or Indy Race Parts car number 71 uh, just kind of gave a little chill bumps, quite honestly, because we know what the last nine months or so of life have been like. And Shane joins us now on the Dean Hotline. Shane, welcome back to Wing Nation. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay, so Aaron and I were relieved and happy for you on Friday night. How happy and relieved were you on Friday night? I was. I, I think I was more in shock than anything else. Like, yeah. just for me, winning at Williams Grove uh, is a, a feat in itself. But um, my uh, my dad texts me. He's like, hey, man, I thought you hated that place. I said, well, I actually do. But when you have a car as good as I had, it actually drove itself that, that race. So. Um, hats off to Bernie. Obviously, um, we rolled in there with a pretty competitive package and, you know, he had had some success there in, in the past with Geo, And, um, I had a lot of confidence going in there knowing that, that Bernie's cars go good there. And we had spent the day prior, um, at Charlie Garrett's getting a brand new engine from him. So I knew I was going to have plenty of power and, um, everything uh, worked out good for us. Shane, I, I know things kind of fell your way during the night, but you mentioned the new Charlie Garrett engine. In a world that's so competitive now, was it, could you notice the difference? Obviously, Williams Grove is a place where horsepower is extremely important, but, I mean, it seemed like you were just on rails. Yeah, no, I, you can tell the difference. It's, <laughs> um, I don't even know, honestly, how to explain it to other drivers. Um, you know, until I, I, I started racing the 71, I've never uh, ran... Uh, a Charlie Garrett engine before and um uh, you know the guy's 80 and he works and he works and he works and uh he is ridiculously smart when it comes to engines and um you know the second night I actually we had a we had a, a mag box that was going bad on us the first night when we qualified and we didn't know it but our car popped and banged and and missed and I was still seventh quick <laughs> and then the second night, um, I messed up on my first lap and it's fourth quick. And then we end up, uh, I end up doing a little bit better job, uh, driving wise on the, on the second lap and was quick time. But I told Charlie, I'm like, man, I'm not so sure that I wouldn't have been quick time the, the first night if, if the motor would have been running right. So as a driver, um, that's huge, especially there. Like you said, I mean, you, you got to have a lot of power underneath you and, you know, having such long straightaways and tight corners, you have to have a motor that pulls off the corner but doesn't, you know, quit pulling at the flag stand and that's that's hard to hard to do. But Charlie's Charlie's definitely figured it out. Shane Stewart joins us here on Wing Nation on the Dry Dean guest line. Shane, you you talked about the setup. Williams Grove is one of the weirdest. Well, it's funny because then we talk about Knoxville and how tough that is and how technical that is. Williams Grove is so technical. 
can you can you describe to this guy that's never drove a sprint car in his life? You talk about the setup. I mean, how drastically different is it when you have a car that that has something like that, where the skill set you have at a tricky technical place like Williams Grove can be utilized? How how does that work? Well, good question. I don't know because <laughs> I, I I haven't I haven't figured it out yet at Williams Grove. Um, you know, Williams Grove is such a unique place. Like you said, it's got really long straightaways. But what's weird about the joint to me is that your car just never feels right. Like mm-hmm. it's got the right front off the ground and and you have to learn to balance that um, because if your right front gets too far off the ground, it obviously won't turn the right way when you get to those sharp corners. <laughs> so you got to like let off and try to control Honestly, the, the racetrack actually had pretty good grip both nights, which isn't normal for that mm. place. Yeah. Uh, and normally the straightaways get really slick, so you got to keep that in mind. I'm not having a lot of tire spin, keeping your right front somewhat on the ground, and then obviously trying to hit your marks uh, on on the corner entries. And I don't. I'm just. I'm honestly not that good at it there. And and but you know the other night my car was so good. Um, I I honestly felt like it was all the car. I didn't feel like I really drove the best 25 laps that I've ever driven, but my car was so good that it actually got me out of trouble a few times. And, um, it was, it was fun. I'm telling you, it's one of the hardest racetracks to win at. Um, they're all hard, but that place to me is exceptionally difficult and, you know, to win with, you know, with the outlaws and, and just, oh man, it's, I, I've been working on this car. I work on it during the week, and I, I tell all my crew guys. I've texted them all. I'm like, man, you know what? I have totally forgot how much work is involved in maintaining a sprint car. And we normally we are just we're just racing on the weekend, pretty much. And uh, man, it's just it's a lot of work. So uh, it was just a big relief, you know. A lot of work's finally paying off, and and um, yeah, it, it was it was a big win. For all Absolutely, Shane. Let's go. Let's let's talk about the last nine months. So y- you obviously have been through a lot. So not only did you lose your ride, I know you had talked even about quitting racing, which I think is absurd because you have way too much talent. But then we go through all the COVID stuff. Like life is just crazy. But talk about and not only how much this win means, but like you said, now you're working on the stuff and and to be in victory lane and you've got family now and another child. Like just talk about the craziness yeah. of what you have lived. Yeah, it's been pretty wild, and and I was contemplating uh, quitting. I, I sold my seat uh, at Charlotte, um, and I was just burnt out, really. And I, we've talked about it before, and and it I just needed a break, honestly. And I'd had I I had my stuff in New Zealand, and then some things popped up in Australia. I was able to go over there and win a few races, and and get my confidence back up, and it wasn't. It wasn't that I didn't I, – I still believed in myself. I knew that I could still win races and, and drive a sprint car um, just like I had, you know, the 10 years prior to, to the last couple of years. And it was just not working. Like something was not working. And I've, and I've always felt like I've always given it 100%. Like I, I try to work hard. I try to do the right things outside the car. And I'm it just – I couldn't wrap my head around it. Like why – why was I not fast in the five car? All the ingredients were there, but something 
was missing. And, and I, I kind of beat myself up about that because I felt like I should have been successful uh, in that car. So, um, but, you know, obviously the phone rings, it's, you know, I knew that, that Geo had moved on from the 71 um, and I had raced with Bernie several years back and had some success with him. And, and uh, he's like, Hey, let's try to put together a small schedule. I can't race full time, which I knew. Um, but let's try to, you know, race 30 or 40 races and, and see what we can do. And, and, and that got me excited. Uh, I knew that it was going to be a lot of more work on my part, but I enjoy working on the race cars. Um, I just forgot how much work it, it was involved, but I enjoyed that side of it. And, um, and then obviously the COVID stuff kicks in and then you're wondering where the heck you're going to race next. And that, if there's even going to be any races and, and honestly, we we're still in that, like mm-hmm. we, we still don't know if we're going to be racing in a month from now. And, um, that part of it's pretty scary. Um, you know, trying to do this for a living and, and not really knowing what's around the next corner. That's, it's uh, pretty nerve wracking, especially when you, when you've got some mouths to feed at home, but <laughs> I'm trying to make the best of it. I've been in a couple of different cars and, um, you know, I, I raced for Fourbrook there at Jackson. I had some motor issues and, and I ran a car for uh, Wayne Johnson at Cedar Lake and, if that that's hard too. It's it's hard to jump in somebody else's car and be competitive at that wall level. And um, I'm like, man, I I just need to buckle down, try to you know try to work really hard on the 71 because everywhere we go, we we've, we've been competitive and we've been fast and and uh, try to find Bernie a little bit extra money so maybe he can you know m- maybe race ten more races than he in normally budget for. So. That's that's my focus is trying to uh, run the seventy one as as much as possible. Well, I, I'm excited to hear that. I really am because uh, having I don't a, know if any of that made sense. But. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, it it does make sense, and and I just n- none of us can fathom what we're going through. And 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 I've been in the fortunate day where MRN we're just forging on NASCAR's racing. We're forging on. Yeah, there's concern, but this aspect of it. But throw in new mouths to feed and all this other stuff. I can't even imagine what it's been like. And 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 again, which which led to the led to the uh, led to the uh, satisfaction of Friday night. Where uh, where are you racing this coming weekend? Uh, we're going to run the routine race uh, at Plymouth with the All Stars, and I'm and you know obviously our. our situations race by race you know if that goes well then then we'll go to burlington um and then we'll run knoxville and then the outlaws are at uh, plymouth indiana on sunday so Mm. if we can get through the weekend unscathed uh make a little bit of money hopefully and um we'll try to race sunday too but four nights in a row i'm telling you (laughs) i I don't like i can't even explain to you guys like are you washing the car too and everything yeah, so Woo. normally my lazy butt's in the motorhome in the air conditioner, right? And I roll out, and I get to the, to the trailer, and I tell my crew guys, man, it's awful hot out here. And then they give you the dirty look like, yeah, it's hot. Like we've been working in a parking lot all day on your car, so you better do a good job tonight. Well, now that's me. <laughs> I'm, I'm watching it. I'm working on it in the parking lot, and I'm dead. Like it has been so hot where we've raced and so humid. But I get in the truck after we work, and you're drenched, and and you're driving to the track, and I'm like, dude, like I gotta like refocus here because I gotta I gotta race well tonight too. So honestly, four nights in a row, me and Bernie's, we we might be spun out by that time. But 
<laughs> um, <laughs> but we're going to see how it goes. We that's our plan is to try to run four nights, but we'll see how it all shakes out. <laughs> might be celebrating or might be making a pretty significant bank run on Monday morning. Either way, it's all what it is. It's sprint car racing, that's for sure. Hey, real quick, we're way past time here on this thing, but we just love chatting with you. Are you still doing the porta potty thing? You still working on that? Is your is your is your future real job? Yeah, yeah, no, it's still going strong. I've obviously had to rely on on Chad to kind of yeah. take over things um, a, a few times for me because of, we've been you know, gone racing. But yeah, it's uh, you know I, we talked about it that one day on the show, but it wasn't the right timing to buy a portable business in the middle of the pandemic. But <laughs> it, it's starting to pick up a little bit. Our, our phone's ringing, so oh, that's, we, that's the main thing. We specialize in your big events, your big parties, your big concerts. So there's that's not right. one concert or party or big event happening. So. Nope, nope. So. Shane, it is always a pleasure to chat with you, especially after a win like that. Uh, I think I speak for Aaron and everybody here. We're pulling for you. Dude, man, we Absolutely. love what you're doing, and uh, we wish you the best. Survival first off on this coming yeah. weekend, and 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 some success along the way as well. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for always having me on. There we go, Shane Stewart joining us there with what is called perspective, folks. Uh, that yeah. is a really good lesson for everybody, uh, racing or non-racing mm-hmm. people, and as only Shane can deliver. What a great guy! My <laughs> he gosh, really is. I, I, I was happy on Friday night. Now I'm even happier. Me too. You know? Me too. Uh, really, really fun stuff. Uh, fun, fun for sure. You know, Ford's racing roots extend all the way back to 1901 when Henry Ford won his first and only race. And then last Tuesday night when Donnie Schatz brought a Ford-powered car to the win at Lernerville Speedway and added more to the trophy case. For anyone who loves sprint car racing, there have been as a banner day, and it became clear that the Blue Oval was back in dirt track racing and in a big way with a new Ford FBS 410 engine built in America for a truly American form of racing. Ford is more committed than ever to providing grassroots racing with the contemporary power it craves. Oh, we crave it all, that is for <laughs> sure. And how about Shots win at Lernerville yeah. last week, wasn't that? That race was fantastic. Oh, my gosh. I am... I'm I was screaming pumped. at the computer. Me too, and Ray and was sleeping. I'm, and I'm not pulling for anybody. I can't imagine if you're a Shots yeah. fan, a Larson fan, or a Sweet fan. Yeah. I am. I love all three of them, and I am a fan of neither of them when I watch a race. And I'm just screaming, and yeah. I'm like, what if I had a dog in this fight? It was That was one of the best races I've watched in a long time. Unreal. Really good. So, And uh, Shots with a Ford Power to Victory Lane. Let's step away. More Wing Nation in just a moment. Power isn't born. It's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Team 
Welcome back. It is Wing Nation. We get, I'm telling you what, we need to, uh, I don't know if we should extend the commercial breaks or whatever it is because we get talking and we lose our minds. And the next thing you know, Craig's like, you're on the air. You're going. You're going. Check up. You're going. Shut up. You're going. And I'm like, okay, well, here we go. Plan B Sales was founded in 2010, started as a Lionel and Chase Authentics apparel distributor. Now, Auto World, Greenlight Collectibles, Sam Bass Artwork, Brand Art, and University of Racing Lines with a huge inventory. With partnerships with drivers like Kyle Larson, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Christopher Bell, and many others. You can use promo code MRN for free shipping on orders over $20. National Sprint Car Hall of Fame birthday calendar. Yesterday, our buddy Brad Doty's birthday. I know. Okay, later this week, Robbie, uh, Ronnie Allen, Jeff Bloom, Ralph Hankinson, and Enos Diz Wilson uh, today uh, would have been Rod, uh, Rod, Raho Jack's birthday. Today also would have been the birthday of 2000 inductee to the Sprint Car Hall of Fame, Chet Wilson. Born in 1917, and he built his first car at age 12. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So he would build a car, and when he was short on parts, he would fabricate the parts. At 12. Yes. Somewhere along the way, he went to the Nebraska State Fair, saw racing, and the rest of his life was game, set, match, as far as that goes. He built some cars before WW2, World War II, and then afterward he was a mainstay on the open-wheel circuit in the Midwest. 1954, he opened a custom engine building business. One of the popular engines that he had was the Offie Killer. In that time, the Offenhauser was the engine mm-hmm. to be, except for if you could get one of Chet Wilson's engines. In 1958, he built an engine, or he built an engine in the mid 50s, a V8 engine that was so powered they could not have a chassis hold up to the engine. <laughs> uh, huge success from 58 into the mid 70s. Passed away in 1977, but Chet Wilson's story is on display at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. In Knoxville, Iowa, you can check out the Salute to Champion Greg Hodnett there going on. And Bob Baker, our friend there, has floor seating available on the second floor for all of the Knoxville races. Aaron, we get a race this week, the Dryden 40 at the fabulous Lincoln Speedway. $10,000 to win tomorrow night on Flow Racing. Woohoo! Man, we are in high cotton here in the sprint car world. Oh, are you kidding me? Wing Nation Apparel is available at www.wingnation.com or... This weekend at, uh, let's see, in, in Sheboygan, oh. Wing Nation Apparel has made it to Sheboygan. <laughs> Boy, this is a banner day. So it'll be in Sheboygan. It'll be in West Burlington, Iowa at 34 Raceway. It'll be at Knoxville, and it'll be at Houston's on the All-Star Circuit of Champions gear. You can follow us on social media, Twitter and Facebook. Coming up on Thursday, this one here is one for the ages. I can tell we're getting ready to record it, okay? Uh, Drew Brenner, we're going to talk about a bunch of things, but he is the crewman crew member for Shane uh, Sheldon Hoddenshield with the Stenhouse Marshall Racing Team. And we're going to talk about the that work That you area. see in the work area every single time on Dirt Vision. And we're going to talk about the work area. You bet. Because that is just an amazing it place. Is. It really is. So we're going to do that. And then coming up, and that's what we were, this is what we were talking about during the break, okay? <laughs> um, coming up, we already recorded this, which is why I was all geeked up about it. Brad Sweet's going to join us on Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit on Saturday. And, yes, we did talk a little racing, but we talked a lot of other stuff as well. I am telling you, Brad Sweet is really, really cool. So that is coming up on Saturday 
on Mav TV. We appreciate so much Buddy Kofoid and Shane Stewart for joining us here on the program. But more important than all of that, thank you for joining us here today on Wing Nation. Wing Nation has been brought to you by Hercules Tires. Ride on our string. Watch Wing Nation Saturday mornings on Mav TV. You can also find Wing Nation on wingnation.com or your favorite podcast provider. Wing Nation is a production of the Motor Racing Network. All rights reserved. We're always driving to dance lessons. So we signed up for Know Your Drive. We save money and get closer to her dancing dreams. The daring young man on the flying trapeze. Or maybe her singing dreams. Sign up for Know Your Drive and save up to 20%. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Products not available in every state. Discount terms apply. Visit amfam.com slash knowyourdrive for details. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI, and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F dot com.